0: Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello and welcome to Weave Your Bliss Today on this episode, I would like to talk about money, karma, astrological timing, and career success. And this was prompted by a question I received from someone in a previous cohort of my group coaching program called Your Magnetic Blueprint. But before I jump in, I want to remind you that you can get more business and astrology insight from me by following me on Instagram at WeaveYourBliss. And you can join me on my Facebook group that is now called the Cosmic Business Salon. Both links are in the show notes. You can also get my twenty twenty three astrology guidebook, which you can drop right into your Google Calendar so you'll have my handpicked lay low and auspicious dates for the upcoming year right there at your fingertips. It also includes all the major transits, what they mean for your business, and hundred percent of the profits go to Asha Deep, which is a School in Varanasi for underprivileged children, and the Indigenous Environmental Network. So before I get into my question from my client, I want to talk a bit about planetary periods, what they even are, and how they can be kind of the powerful engine behind all the things in your chart. As far as I know, this is unique to Vedic astrology. So it helps you to understand why timing is so important. It's such an important topic when we talk about astrology. This also lets you start to take notice of the particulars of your personal timing. So when things will be activated, meaning that you can ease difficult karmas in your own chart, you can create more flow, you can amplify the existing good karma. This awareness brings you a lot of power. This system is called the one that I use is called Vimshotri Desha. And this was taught to me by my teachers. It comes from Parashara, which is one of the founding thinkers of Vedic astrology. Some call him a Rishi. So he's like the big kahuna as far as astrology and, you know, the Indian thought system that is astrology. So planetary periods are times when certain planets are activated and this changes the way your karmas will play out during that time. So what this means is that if you're in a period when things will go generally well, this will help you overall. There's a lot of refined things that we can look at and we're, as always, we're looking for confluence. We're looking for several indications of things going well. Okay. So it's not just like the planetary period, but it shows us what's activated. So when you're in a period of affliction, as I've talked about a lot on this podcast, you can go back and hear podcasts about Saturn and about Rahu. If you have an activated planet that is harmful, so that's what I'm talking about, this is a good time to be more mindful of your actions, to move more slowly, to rest more. The planetary cycle is the same for everyone. But where we would begin within it is determined by the placement of the moon in your birth chart. So this cycle is longer than most human lifespans. It's 120 years. So it is likely that you won't experience every planetary period. Each period lasts a different length of time. And there is a main period, a secondary planetary period, and a tertiary. So there's way more than that, but those are the ones you're most likely to feel. So that's what we're gonna stick with. The main planetary period lasts, it could last six years to 20 years, depending on the planet that's activated secondary can last months to over 3 years and then the tertiary moves much more quickly from days to weeks to months so sometimes for myself i will notice oh I'm, something feels different i'm noticing there's more people with this kind of chart showing up on my doorstep to do work with me and i look at my chart and that tertiary period has changed it's interesting to to note that because those More subtle changes in the tertiary level and the the secondary level, you will most likely experience every single planet because they go in the same order as the entire cycle. So if you don't have a primary period of a particular planet, you will have a flavor of that planet. Okay. Changing planetary periods can sometimes mean major shifts in our priorities. It can mean the fundamentals of our personality can shift that we have totally different interests. I know this sounds scary, but it can mean different areas of the chart are highlighted. So you may go from focusing on your family life to focusing on career, for example, or focusing on money to focusing on spirituality. It can make shifts like that that seemingly make our personality look different. And so, yes, it can impact our income and work just the same. So if a planet is activated And in a good connection with other planets, it's what we call yogas in Vedic astrology, the change can expedite our success. So it's good to know this, right? So each planetary period has a flavor and an influence by the nature of that planet. So being in a Saturn period, for example, means things will move more slowly, you'll get delayed, and be generally speaking more unsatisfied. Being in a moon period will mean being more emotional, imaginative, nurturing, longing to be near water, etc. But then we look at exactly where it's placed, what's going on, what it's interacting with. These are important questions. So in this context, here's the question that the participant in my past program asked. What do we do if it is not a good time for our career in our chart right now? Should I continue with my long-term vision even against odds? And here is my short answer. Yes, you should continue even against quote-unquote odds. Here is my qualified answer. Expect things to take longer and or not to go as smoothly. Understand the obstacles that you have and use remedies. And I did a whole podcast on remedies so you can go back there and get some ideas of what those remedies could be. Know when the windows are there to take action and when you're better off resting. So that's just being aware of those, you know, secondary and and tertiary planetary periods and what's activated because you may get some leverage there. So we should never throw up our hands and blame the astrology and not do anything to try to change our circumstances. I don't believe in this. Theoretically, there may be times when things are just really really hard and we need to just rest and move inward and maybe even go on retreat. But these things usually pass. For my money, astrology is an opportunity to look into the eye of the universe and see some of the tendencies we might face in our lifetime so that through our awareness, we can transcend and we can improve our circumstances. So it's an invitation. And I've said this a few times in various places, but I'm going to use my chart as an example. Okay. It doesn't promise wealth right now in this period that I'm in. And yet I've built a business to over half a million dollars. So how did I do that? I worked diligently on my mindset and shifted some core beliefs that were keeping me stuck. And I continue to do this work. It's not a practice that you stop doing. It gets more and more refined. You see things in new ways, but this is crucial. The second thing I've widened my karmic pool by partnering with others and also partnering with organizations, right? So giving back. This is really important because when we are in a more difficult circumstance, when we partner with others, we're naturally increasing our capacity. So I also got clear about my numbers and I've been keeping close track of them. So I've said elsewhere too, that Saturn is usually the planet of obstructions. My teacher's teacher used to say that every planet has an important role, but that Saturn is like the big Mac daddy (laughs) that we all need to be concerned with because he's going to obstruct things in our chart. He will obstruct our money in some way. He will uh, obstruct our career in some way. So to that end, I also do regular remedies for the planet Saturn, including having a Saturn list. I did a whole podcast on this too, but basically it's a list of things that I've been avoiding that I just don't want to do, like clean the chicken coop. It seems to always perennially show up on my Saturn list. But it could also include, you know, cleaning out your medicine cabinet and throwing things out that are outdated. It can be getting rid of old clothes or sewing old clothes. You have that list of things you've been avoiding and you literally choose a few on Saturday and do them. Okay. These all sound kind of simple, but they're really profound because what we're doing is we're moving stuck energy. We are looking at the reality of a situation, whether it be our mindset or our numbers. And we are using remedies like connecting with others and you know growing our karmic pool. These are very strategic moves, okay? So it can be good to partner, and I'm using air quotes there, with others whose karmas complement yours. And what do I mean by this? Well, in the case of my husband's karma, his karma is not really good for career right now, but he is actually in a fruitful period for money, oddly enough. So while my karma is really good for career, us being married helps my karma for money improve as my husband runs our farm and he's not in a position to be earning money right now. We're still assessing the farm and trying to figure out how we want to make money on the farm. So I am the conduit. I am earning for the both of us. The same goes for any people you partner with, whether these are people who work for you, whether they are organizations. So you might not always know based on their birth chart, like I just told you about my husband and I. Although I will say I love to hire by looking at a person's chart and I help my clients with this as well. It's really helpful to see if you have a natural alignment. But partnering in general widens the pool and can help you have better karma overall and lessen Any negative karma as can doing things like giving back, which is especially powerful because the universe sees you as a collaborator to help that cause. So this is why I also give back in big ways and build it into my business. So I believe that the new paradigm of business that I see emerging, you've probably heard me talking about this a lot. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's really powerful. It includes collaboration, giving back, running equitable businesses, working on our mindset and stepping into alignment with our purpose, using tools like astrology to get a wider view. All of that allows us to work through these kinds of blocks, like what I was describing earlier, and it allows our business to become a spiritual practice for us. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Please let me know if you have any questions you'd like me to answer in an upcoming episode. You can just email me at paula at I will be back next week with a powerful interview about plant medicine and Ayurveda. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I wanna thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you and also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantula Desma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day, and we will connect soon on a future episode.